How does that make you feel? Do you like that? Uh, <laughs> you like that fantasy land? You know, actually, I'd like to tackle him right now. I'd like to tackle him and call Sean and tell him to go f- himself. What is going on? Welcome to 100X. My name is Marco Peter Pamani, and I'm standing next to Anthony D'Amato. Give us an intro, please. Marco, Peter, and Anthony Frank. How are you? Anthony Frank. Yeah. Like your cousin. You like it or no? I like cousin Frank. I like cousin Frank too. So let me tell you a little fun fact real quick. Sure. My grandfather's father, Mm -hmm. my grandfather, my uncle, Mm -hmm. rest in peace to Uncle Frank, Mm -hmm. and cousin Frank. Yeah. They're all Frankie Anthony D'Amato. No Mm -hmm. The whole family. And I'm Anthony Frank. I love that. Thanks. That's nice. Thought I'd just tell you that. Tell me you're Italian. Tell tell me you're Italian. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, would you like to start off by addressing the Bulls as a big ticket holder and uh, avid fan that we both are on behalf of Marco Pamani? Would you like to express your feelings on the Bulls? All right. I'm going to give you guys my opinion. I, I, I stated it in my Instagram post. Um, season ticket holders that pay money to watch a team should have a say. There should be a time where we get a moment to speak, be heard, and feel good about what we said. And I think the Bulls are lacking um, size. They're lacking a center. I said it last year, and they made no changes to the to the big man spot. Um, I love the Bulls. I'll always be a Bulls fan. I bleed red. I'm always gonna bleed red. Um, but I want changes. I mean, what do you? What do you? What about you? I couldn't agree more. Do you think um, that season ticket holders should have a say? How about that? Listen, I do. Absolutely. Uh, my frustration is growing tremendously with the Bulls. I don't know how, if I'm a fan at home for the last three years, I've watched a team that's constantly, consistently been undersized yeah. and lack depth in size mm-hmm. uh, off the bench and which puts us in vulnerable positions uh throughout we have three point guards on the court at sometimes uh two small forwards on the court shooting guards on the court at sometimes I don't know how we are not adjusting to get this fixed I don't know what the solution is here um I don't know I'm losing hope man I'll tell I'm you, losing hope. I'll tell you the first problem is I'm going to tell you the I'm first, losing it. I'm going to tell you the first problem right now. It's it's uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine is an incredible basketball player. He's not meant to be on the Chicago Bulls. He needs to go be a number two or number three guy somewhere and learn his place. It's he's not a number one. And I, I would say that to his face. I have I would have no problem saying you're a million two hundred million dollar guy, but you're not a number one period. You're going to get paid. Someone's going to pay you and you deserve the bag. But you don't deserve to be a number one because you're not that guy. You don't have it. Now, pre-ACL. Now, I'm a guy that tore his ACL twice. I'm not the man I used to be. Neither are you. And it's okay. It's okay. You're hesitant. I see you sometimes not want contact. I see you sometimes not want to jump when you're in traffic. And I get it. But that's just how I feel about it. Listen, it's a very strong opinion. Uh, it's an opinion that, that I think many people have at this point. Just, uh, I could see that there's definitely bad shot selection fading away from the bucket, uh, driving and then pulling up opposed to maybe two, three years ago, uh, attacking the rim. Uh, and then overall, uh, I just don't think there's, uh, um, you know, there's not the 
the respect from the front office uh, aligned with the Zach Levine camp right now. Well, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not there. Not, it's not. It's not it's a not secret. There. From from every, not a secret. every source says Zach Levine disrespects the coaching staff. Staff doesn't get along with his teammates, and nobody wants to be his friend. Yeah, I mean, I maybe maybe the friend part's wrong, but I know the coaching stuff isn't. Because that's coming from multiple places. Um, all right. Anyways, biggest takeaway from the first couple games in the NBA playoffs. Um, do you have a team that's impressing you? Because I know the Kings are impressing me. Are the Kings impressing you, though? Yeah. Or did you not expect the Kings to jump all over the Warriors? I didn't expect them to come in with the confidence they have. Now, it's no secret. I was a Kings fan when they were one of the worst teams in the league last year. And I said, they're going to be good. They just have a, need a couple key pieces. Malik Monk was one of them. Save that. We're going to get into that. I'm excited to hear your thoughts about the Kings. I know how long you've been on the Kings. I've been back in the Kings with you for some time. I can't wait to get into that. Okay. A team that's kind of impressing me right now. <sighs> you know, I don't want to say it. Who? You know, I don't want to say it, but I have to say it. What? I'm impressed by the Nuggets right now. Are you? I am. The Nuggets are playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, though. I agree. I They're not impressive at all. And I'm going to tell you why I'm impressed by them. Oh, here we go. I hate the Nuggets. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. The Timberwolves are not good. No. So I'll start off saying that, and then you could agree upon that, and yeah. then we'll go from there. What the Timberwolves do have, though, no matter what, is two really big guys who can rebound the ball. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets are showing, the Nuggets are showing toughness right now. Well, the Nuggets are showing... The two big guys that are rebounding in Minnesota are the softest fives in the league. But they're notorious for getting rebounds. Rudy Gobert is a notorious rebounder. Yeah, he's not a notorious defender from what I've seen. I don't understand. He used to be Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know what, what happened. <laughs> the guy's got no muscle. Like, he gets bullied all the time. Can I tell you what happened? He's not in uh, the Quinn Schneider's, um, you know. Look at what Quinn Schneider, Quinn Schneider's now coaching uh, the Hawks. Yes. That team did a 360. That team fucking sucked. Yeah. He's a great coach. Defensively, they've really ramped up. Now, are they going to get pounded by Boston? Sure. They are only down 10. They were down 20. Really? Yeah, just to give you that info. All right. Um. Anyways, okay, so. Do you have a player that's standing out to you right now? We talked about a team. Do you have a player? Yes. Who? The player that's standing out to me, and I cannot wait to watch him play again tonight. Okay. A lot of people are going to get crazy for me even saying this right now. Who? Is Russell Westbrook mm. for the Clippers. I don't blame you. And I got to say, Russell Westbrook, and I texted you immediately about this. Yes. You could say whatever you want. A guy goes three for 19 from the field. It's absolutely terrible, brutal. There's nothing. There's no explanation. It's bad shooting. It's bad shot selection. It's bad percentage. It's bad in every way. However, most guys who go 319, they hide out on the bench or they simply hide out in the fuck in, in, in the backcourt. Yeah. Okay. And they pass the ball when it comes to them and they pout and bitch and the, and the night is over. He. This guy went in superhero mode in the last two minutes. There's other guys on that team that could have made a play. This guy made two offensive rebounds, hustled to get the ball, which got tipped off of the opposing team, got the ball back, knocked down both free throws yep. to ice the game. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot that he was three for 19. I, I'm going to tell you who's been impressing me. <laughs> I couldn't even. I was I, like, oh, fuck it. We're on the same page, but I'm going to tell you who's impressing me. Tell me. And his name's Malik Monk. Malik Monk had 32 in game one, 
and he had 18 in game two. And guess what? I don't know where the fuck that guy came from. I'll tell you where he came from. Charlotte, where he was getting no minutes. He went and played with his buddy Deer and Fox again. Both went to <sighs> Kentucky. Malik Monk was actually the starter over Fox in college. I loved the team. I was, I've was i been a huge Fox fan for so long. Yeah. So long story short, he's getting his opportunity, and the guy is an absolute dog, and he's comfortable with his buddy next to him. These guys have been together since college. The guy's coming out and saying, I don't give a fuck if you're clear. Thompson, I'm going to fucking shake and bake you to the hole right now, buddy. And that's exactly what he's doing. Now, we and he's even pulling off the catch and shoot method on on the Warriors who are all too familiar with it. To your point, yesterday he caught the ball in two different scenarios and immediately flung that thing into the hoop because he's good enough to do it. Um, I didn't think he had that kind of game. There is a little bit of controversy, though, with some teams getting some back to back games. Some teams are getting two days rest. what are your feelings on this? Like, how do you think it should go? I think at some point, everybody's dealing with this, correct? Yeah. Like, at some point, the Nuggets are playing twice, or the Phillies are Phillies playing twice. Or- I The way I look at it is, they make millions of dollars. Yeah, go play. You're all doing it. Just fucking play. Shut up, play. Don't do that. I mean, it gets ridiculous. I, I think it's more fans making it more than the players, so I want to make sure I say this. I, I want the fans to shut up. These guys can handle it. They're professional athletes. They're, this is like their job. They know exactly how to recover. They've played back-to-back nights. Plus, they- I love, personally, okay. fourth quarter, two minutes to go. Guys are healed over on their kneecaps, just gasping for air, sweating fucking bullets. Hey, us two are the two best players in the league. Let's see who's more conditioned. Let's see who's ready to make a play down the stretch. And guess what? If LeBron could do it, the other guys better be. LeBron's able to been in the league twenty years. He's just thirty-eight. Embarrassing everybody <laughs> he plays still. Come it's on, I don't want to hear this shit. Um, so Monday's games, the Sixers, uh, they're now two and zero versus the Nets. They had a second half comeback. Is the series over? I'm going to answer this first. Yes, it's that simple. I'm going to answer this second. Yes, let's move on. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm so confident. <laughs> I'm so confident the series is over. If Brooklyn comes back and beats the Sixers, I'll put Brooklyn on my ass with a tattoo. That's how confident I am. The the series is yeah, it'll never happen. As long as Nick Claxton's on ball defense is on Joel Embiid, I like Claxton though. So do I. But come on, I know it's like a it's a wrap. A boy, come on. Um, Okay, Kings. We already talked about this a little bit. Um, Kings are up two zero against the Warriors. Draymond stomped on Sabonis. Sabonis did hold his leg. Technical, wrong, but then Draymond, he's so mentally fucking crazy, he couldn't help but stomp on Sabonis' chest. Um, (laughs) He's just, he wants to fight everybody. I gotta say, sometimes I think this guy plays with the idea of retirement in his head because he knows if he creates a big enough buzz and a big enough cluster... He'll be talked about, and then he'll be want, he'll be wanted on these talk shows and all this stuff. First of so, all, he's good at it. I think he's an actor now. Have you seen him on TNT a little bit? I don't like him. I hate him. I know, but he's kind of good already without even being coached up. Like They're like, all right, the Warriors are off for four days. Draymond, why don't you come on to TNT? And they just light him up for three days. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. Uh, but here's the bottom line. I don't know if you watched last night's game. I'm going to assume you did. I watched it. The pace of that game, the officiating of that game, uh, 
the uh, little bit of the, the the Northern Cali rivalry that's now taking place between Sacramento These and Golden fans State. have been brawling. These too. fans are, are all over the guys. That kind of game is a recipe for disaster on the road for a guy like Draymond Green. He is just, I, his, his emotional value just does not hold up in an arena, hostile, uh, you know, playoff environment where a lot of fouls are being called and a lot of things are being called and a lot of guys just can't handle it. And he's I, one of them. I'm going to give you my opinion on this game. The Warriors are not the young, fast shooting three team that they were years ago. Now, I know they won last year and I give them that credit. They were incredible and they have the talent. But what I'm trying to explain is, is the Warriors lack big men. So yeah. Draymond is really, he's a four, but he's a five, but he's a four. Looney comes in and plays. Looney's slower than everybody in the league. So in order for the Warriors to win this series, they have to slow the game down. These games can't, these game totals can't be in the two thirties because they will lose a track meet against these young guys. Like you can't play the way you used to play no. against guys that are younger than you and more athletic and physical. Darren Fox is physical. If you're the last two minutes of a game, you're running around with a 33 year old point guard. You better be ready for Darren, Darren Fox to fucking give you a little yeah. something. Sabonis in the paint. The reason that fight started, those two guys were fucking chopping it up. Well, Sabonis is going to, so, those guys were going at it. If, Golden State had a real big man. Sabonis wouldn't be able to bully down low. As soon as, and here's the, here's the idea, though. When Green got kicked out, the game was done. Done. Because they had no... No, no, no reinforcement, one, no, no rebounding. No, there was no scare. The, the Kings were going to the hole, and they were looked like they were playing in a, <laughs> in a rec league. Um, championship, a good future bet right now for the Warriors. I guess if you were going to bet the Warriors, I guess now's the time. I mean, here, they're coming into their next game. Uh, Nobody's which, lost which at we'll home get yet. Into, which I think they're a huge favorite in this next game. Seven and a half point favorite. Right. So, I mean, here, I'd have to see what, do we even know what they are? I don't like that. I don't like that either. I mean, down 0-2, uh, it's a, it, it, seems, it seems tough. I mean, I wouldn't blame somebody for betting it. I know there's a lot of Golden State fans with a lot of money out there. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And there's a lot of those type of Golden State fans that are 100,000% convinced right this minute that they will be tied at 2-2 by the end of, by the end of this week. Yes, I agree with that. Um, on, to, on to a game that you and I, they're, they're, actually this game's on later today, is the Clippers versus Suns. Um, we talked about this. You and I both agreed the Suns have no bench. And guess what? I got news for you. Torrey Craig's not going to score the amount of points he did last <laughs> game either. So this proves my point again. Booker and Durant are going to need to score a combined 70. And then Aiton's going to have to score 20. And then they're going to have to find 30 points elsewhere. Because I got news for you. It's not going to come from Torrey Craig every night. And they still lost. And he had a big game. I don't want to hurt feelings. It's just the I truth. don't want to hurt feelings either. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Uh, the bottom line is uh, to, to to both of our points. Uh, the Suns had ten points on the bench the other night. I think we laughed about that. And the Clippers had thirty four, which we told you the bench <laughs> the bench line would be about twenty minus twenty, and it's exactly what it was. They won, the Clippers bench won by twenty four. Yeah. So um, you, when we say something, we probably are right. 
Just gonna say that. Yeah, right like now. if we openly say it, like it's coming, it's coming straight from the heart and from the gut, and we feel good. So next game we're gonna talk about is Lakers. They're up one zero versus the Grizzlies. Jaw hand, hand done. Looked like it was just snapped in half. Done, done, and done. You know what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna give out a special NBA edition. Okay. Of what I do and what I do is I slice it, and you know how I slice it. You go ahead. How do I slice, slice it? Slice thin. I slice it thin, baby. And I'm going to give you a prosciutto pounder that you could take right to the slicer and you could slice it up thin tomorrow night. Say it. That's the Lakers minus one and a half against the Grizzlies. No jaw, no problem for the Lakers. Mm. The Grizzlies are good as dead. The Grizzlies are another team that if they have to rely on scoring from guys like Desmond Bain and uh, who's that other fucking uh, defensive of guy uh don't even get me started. i forget his name i don't want to get going in this I don't, don't get me started with the memphis grizzlies buddy <laughs> i've been grinding and fating on this team all year long um you think they get smacked tomorrow no steven adams they're donezo they're gonna get fucking smacked tomorrow in fact i think lebron's probably gonna have a huge night on the road and he's gonna look to put memphis out of this game really early you think he's just gonna try and end this series i think he's gonna try and end memphis as quickly and as fast as he possibly can and the way to do that is to head back to la with a 2-0 lead uh without ja and just beat these guys down because when they get on the road we all know they suck yeah it's gonna be interesting if the lakers win this one i think the series ends four to one my guess what do i know yeah um okay next one we're gonna talk about is the celtics versus the hawks um is this Tatum's year? It's supposed to be. <laughs> supposed to be his year every year, though. I, <laughs> that's why I don't. I, me personally, I don't like the question because you know what? When it's supposed to be your year, back to back to back to back, I, I start to forget that it's supposed to be your year. You know what I mean? I mean, here's what I'll say: the Celtics should um, definitely make it to the. I'd say what the conference championship. They should. I, I I have to be honest with you. They'll have to play. If, 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 if Giannis. They're going to play Philly next. Right. So if Giannis doesn't come back. Yes. Then roll out the red carpet for, for Boston. Fair. Because if they beat Philly. Yeah, I mean. Then it's over. It's Cleveland, New York, and Miami in front of them then. Yeah. And they're like. I mean, they're better than all three. They're better than all three. I they should win. I agree with that. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is Knicks, Cavs. Um, Knicks are currently down 20 at the half. They they're down 20 now? They got slapped hard in the second quarter. Um, I told everyone I talked to, wow. everyone, careful with this game. Yeah. This game felt like a trap. Everybody still liked the Knicks. I did not. Um, currently, right now, um, one player is having an insane game right now. Garland, who I mentioned early, he has 26 points. And how many did he have the other night? The other night, I can tell you. Against? Uh, 17 all game. He he has 26 in the first half. He's four for six from three. He's doing everything right. Now, Mitchell, instead of scoring and shooting so many points, he's got eight assists tonight already. Eight assists. And eight how assists. many points? Uh, he has six points. Yeah. See, and that's the thing is that we watched those two guys play live together. Yep. We both walked out of the arena and let's put it this way. We watched Garland play. Yes. Both walked out of the arena 
with maybe the most impressive uh, in in game performance. Um, you know, just from skill and athleticism, I'm checking you, and, you and I, you and I talked about it, maybe the most skill and athleticism we've seen on the basketball court for sure from Garland. Garland was blowing by the Miami heat. Uh, we, we got to witness that live. That was the pretty Knicks special. are minus 189 in the second half. Um, I'm, I, I'm just gonna, I, I'm not good enough to not bet this. So I'm not going to bet a lot on it, but I'm going to put a little second half bet money line in, um, on the Knicks. <laughs> minus one eighty nine. They're minus one eighty nine. I put a I put a little I put chump change on it. Chump change. Oh yeah? Yeah. Sprinkle. <laughs> if I like the I mean I didn't like the Knicks today. Guy sprinkles like he's but going it, through the it, toll booth back in eighty three, you but know, it, you just take the change out of the cup holder. But if you told me plus twenty, I would take the Knicks. <laughs> Throw plus it in 20. the old basket. And that's what I got. So anyways, that series is gonna get interesting. It's gonna go to New York, probably tied one to one. Um it's gonna be interesting. I'm interested to see what happens there. I, I don't am know. too. It's going to be so beautiful I, that I'm, series. I like I like I won a lot of money on the Knicks game one. I did not put a dollar on them game two until now, second half. So that'll be interesting. Um, how much do you think the cash out will be if they win the series? It better be at least like so double. Let's, let's talk about this, right? Sure. If they win the series, yes, they will play Milwaukee, Milwaukee, probably or Miami. So let's just say if they if they play the Bucks, let's just do this. If they play the Bucks and the Bucks somehow get better and they play them, they'll play the Bucks, which I think they can beat. And then with or without Giannis, I think they can beat them with or without Giannis. I do. They're big. They're big. That's what they have. They're big. The Knicks have size. That's what they have. So it's size versus size, and I think the Knicks can come out and on top there. Yeah, uh, especially because they can rebound, and that's really why the where the Bucks kill you. Yeah. Now it, the series that's going to be the most interesting is going to probably be Philly versus Boston. That'll be the that'll be the interesting one. I would love to see Boston go down personally. I don't know why. I got news for you. If Philly plays Boston, okay. I, I want to see the 76ers win. You do. I do. It'll be an interesting line. Do you? I do. I love the city of Philly. So do I. I do. I want to get back. At, I do. I want to get back. I do. Here. Anyways, I hope the cash out would be double what I put in. Um, I wouldn't cash out, but I just wanted to see it double. So you mean to tell me they could potentially play Miami, which they will beat the brakes off of them? I truly believe that. It's if they beat the the, the Cavs. They Correct. Would, and, the, and and that's if the Heat beat the Bucks. Right. They would play the Heat or the Bucks to move on to the conference championship. Bucks are. We'll get into that. Okay. Let's get into a high stakes hypothetical. Are you ready for this one? Ready. So. Before we get into the picks for this week, you've got a massive Knicks future on the line, correct? Yes. Okay. So would you take hitting a 250 to 1 future? Yes. If it meant your favorite team wouldn't make the playoffs for three years. I mean, what's another three years, honestly? I'm a Bulls point? fan. I've watched mediocre <laughs> basketball for about five years now. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm okay. Well, I'd say three years now. And uh, yeah, I'm okay with uh, the Bulls missing the playoffs three years in a row. It had a 250 to one. Sacrificial lamb. That'll pay for those tickets. <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> picks, picks for Wednesday night. Um, give me a line for that Heat Bucks game. Uh, Bucks minus six and a half. The Bucks have proved they can play without Giannis multiple times this year. Javon Carter was one person that really always shows out when Giannis doesn't play. Um, 
I don't have a pick in this game. That's okay. I'll do this for you. Go ahead. I'll take the Bucks minus six and a half. Wow. Actually, I'll buy the half point. I'll take the Bucks minus six because that's what I do. I'll take the Bucks minus six tomorrow night. I think actually uh, they handle the Heat. Wow. I think the Heat blew their so, load in so, that first game. So you're really saying do. the series is not over? Absolutely not. Okay. No Giannis, no problem. I think it's not even close to being over. Do you want to ask me the Timberwolves question? I think Money Middleton comes out tomorrow. Money Middleton? Yeah. Chris Money Middleton. Okay. I think he comes out tomorrow, has a huge night. He's 48 years old. I don't give a fuck. I think he shoots the shit out of the ball tomorrow. Okay. He's a volume shooter. So that means... I think he tomorrow night goes into this kind of game and says, you know what? Giannis, you're out tonight. You're Michael Jordan. I'm Scottie Pippen of the Bucks. I'm going to take care of this Heat team tomorrow night. So then you should probably bet his Money props. I'm going to take a look at his props tomorrow. I want to see what Vegas sets that at. What I'm going to tell you right now is Bucks minus six. That's sharp like cheddar. Love it. Um, give me the Timberwolves line, cuz. Timberwolves are playing the Nuggets tomorrow night. Nuggets minus eight and a hooker. I'll take plus nine. I'll buy a half. Okay. Nuggets plus nine? Or, just, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Wolves plus nine? Wolves plus nine. There's no way they could shoot as bad as they shot the other night. I mean, could they possibly get fucking assaulted like that again? I don't think I've ever seen a playoff game get that out of hand. Me personally. <laughs> it, was, it was so... Buddy, it at was, one point in the game... It actually wrecked my night because I was looking forward to watching it a little bit because you know what you had at stake? And Anthony, at one point, they were shooting 42% from the free throw line. I know. Cool. I was getting to that. You know what I mean? My was, wife shoots 42% <laughs> from the free throw line. Crazy. It was an absolute buzzkill. I, I, it was done by half. Is this Jokic's year? I, I don't like the Nuggets. I, I bet them every fucking year. Okay. <laughs> every year I used to bet them and I'd be like, oh, I got it 24 to one. And then they get beat by some Joe Schmo team out of New Orleans. Um, I can't. I, I can't stand. I can't stand Denver. You do like the Joker though, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do. I do too. He's good. I mean, I just don't can't stand. They don't do anything. It's annoying. Watch the one time I don't have money on him. Watch him go. No, they do. They choke. Yeah. They choke. Um, leans for Thursday night. Do you have a lean for the Sixers Nets game, buddy? No. I mean, I would hope that Philly wins. I have to be here, honest. That's the kind of game I don't want to touch because the Nets are down 2-0. Yeah. And they're getting four and a half. Yeah. At home. It's weird. And I just don't. I just don't feel comfortable either way. Yeah, I feel you. I don't have a lean on this game. I don't have a lean on the Warriors Suns. I'm sorry, the Kings uh, Warriors game either. Um, my my gut tells me just take Sacramento plus the points because I I just think that the, all the pressure is on Golden State. So when that pressure is on you and you're, sh I, I just I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of pressure's on them. So I'd probably lean on the on the Kings plus the. Uh, the points probably that's how i feel um suns clippers the line's not there yet my wild guess is that'll probably be a picket game um that suns clippers tonight yes let's let's uh rewind a little bit tonight suns clippers that's a big line tonight. eight that's big it's huge i know just so you know it's the same line as the other night i know that's which, my whole point. Which though. means Vegas is comfortable there. I know. It's very funny, though. You know what, though? That, that Same line as the other night, and then obviously the dog took it. I, tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns won. But if they won. If they won. But are they going to beat them down? 
I, similar to what I felt in this Knicks-Cavs game, which is a 20-point deficit at half, I could see the Suns beating ass today. But if they're going to need someone to step up, so that it all depend, it's all dependent on that. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about that. Let's get ready to rumble! That was bad. Let's get ready to rumble! That was better. Had a little bass in the voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Saturday, the 22nd, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Let's get ready to rumble. Was that good or no? I will not be watching this fight because of All that. Right. <laughs> Tank Davis. You're not excited about it. Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia looks like every uh, guy in high school that stole your girlfriend. Um, <laughs> Tank, I hope Tank Davis knocks him out cold. Um, personally, you um, do? yeah, I want to see that Latino on the ground crying. <laughs> I want, I want to, I want, I'm sorry, Edgar, my man, my main man is my favorite Spanish guy in the world. Wait, can do you have an explanation for why? I don't like the way. I genuinely don't like the way Ryan Garcia carries himself. You think he's like like suave, right? Yeah, like a rico suave. He's got like the button hey, shirt suave. open and shit. See, what you want to know why I don't like about him? He's got beautiful hair. He does have nice hair. And he's got like he's like got the perfect look. <laughs> and I want to get I want to see him get his fucking shit busted by It is Hank it is Davis. cool though when you got the perfect look and you could just snap jab fucking guys out cold Everyone, I, now, I don't box you know what i mean i don't i'm not a boxer he's quick i'm gonna beat the fuck out of Derek, but i'm not a boxer but long story <laughs> short i don't know i mean he does these videos where he's like this yeah i mean i don't know is that like is that in the boxing world is that crazy i mean yeah those are straight uppercuts those are tough to throw at a rapid pace I did see him doing some crazy. There's fighting. some hands. So Davis, uh, 28, no, 26 knockouts, uh, victorious. Uh, Garcia, 23 and 0, 19 knockouts, wow. uh, made him victorious. So as the numbers show, both these guys seem to be knockout artists. There's a lot of speculation about some of the opponents that Garcia has faced to beat at the 23 and 0 mark. Uh, there's also speculation that Davis has had some outside the ring problems as well as uh, his last couple fights. He hasn't really looked the absolute smoothest. Uh, and the last one looked a little bit better. And the one prior to that, uh, it was a very, very good fight. Um, so it's interesting to see what's going to happen here. A lot of people are asking about this bet. Will the fight go the distance? Yes. Plus 360. No minus 550. Wow. Wow. I would just take, yes, it's going to go the distance because of the value. So do you want to know what I'm thinking is going to happen in this what? fight? What's going to happen? I think Garcia is going to, I mean, uh, I think Tank Davis is going to knock Garcia out. You do? I do. Wow. Yeah. I think that Garcia, uh, while he does have 23 knockouts or 19 knockouts out of his 23 wins, uh, I don't think he's faced an opponent with a jaw quite like Tank Davis. I know for a fact, uh, no matter who Tank Davis has fought, his uppercut is one of the best, most powerful uppercuts you will ever see in the sport of boxing. If I know you he knock does people have out, power. if I know you knock people out, but yep. you know that I knock people out, aren't yep. you going to be a little bit more careful? 
No, because if you're Garcia, I know for sure your game is to utilize your speed and the jab and to score points on me uh, and then eventually try and catch me with a left hook. Got it. uh, Which is his ultimate, you know, knockout power punch. Uh, But here's the deal. Tank Davis is a savant at getting extremely close to guys, extremely tight up into the chest, throwing bombs for uppercuts, and scoring a ton of points. He's been trained uh, by Mayweather's camp. He's a very defensive fighter. It's going to be a great fight. Ultimately, I think Tank Davis wins. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the better ticket. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm, I'm here. I'm okay. Ready. We're going to talk about this. I need you to nail. And if you nail this, it's a free way to gamble. I love free ways to gamble. No, no risk, no problem, no stress. Wife, girlfriend doesn't need to know about it. Tell so, us what you got to do. Garcia punches thrown. Okay. Next. And you got you to nail how many he lands. Okay. And lands. And lands. Okay. I need you to do the exact same thing for Davis. Thrown. Landed. Thrown, landed. So, Davis thrown, landed. Garcia thrown, landed. And last but not least. What round will it end? What round will it end? And I think it's important to know that when you're picking what round it will end, keep in mind, you're you're looking at a boxer. 28-0, 26 of those wins, knockout. Didn't go the distance. 23-0, 19 of those wins, knockout. Didn't go the distance. Minus 550 to bet know that it doesn't go the distance. Wild. Keep that in mind when you're picking your rounds. Winner makes $100,000. Um, wow. I cannot believe it. What? I, I, I genuinely can't believe it. What? Talk to me. The Tampa Bay Rays. What a start. What a start. I mean, look at this. They only lost two games out of 15. I just don't even know how they're doing it. I can't even exp- I can't even put it into words on how they are doing this. This team is not uh that star-studded. I just like the other day when they were when they had won, I think what? They 13 won 13 in a row. Yeah, like 13 in a row or something. I'm they like, did. "All right, let me go look at this roster. Let me see like what Bro, you, I didn't see or what others two. didn't see." And I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Well, here, it led me to believe one thing. What? There's 162 games in this season. <laughs> and here's the here's the problem. You yeah. know what the biggest problem is? Let me hear it. There's 162 games, and these baseball analysts are, they are the biggest clowns I've ever seen. They're jumping on this wagon. Forget about this wagon. They just jump on these different. I saw a thing today. I swear to God. I saw a guy today. Why you should believe the Cubs are going to be playing in October. The Cubs aren't bad, though. And I said they weren't going to be bad. You said that. I have them to win it. The NL North. But here's the, or the NL Central. But here's the bottom line. I don't want to fucking read your article about how the Cubs should be playing in October before the summer started with fucking 139 more games to go. I think, Are you out of your I think. I mean, yeah, hey, they could, but in the 138th game of the season, if their starting pitcher throws his arm out and one of their other guys takes a bat, a ball off the shin, they're dead. <laughs> I'll tell I you mean, this. Come on. Baseball, guys that analyze baseball, it's a dark world because it's such a long season. 
It's like waking up for school at 6 a.m., getting that first bell by 7.15, be ready to rock and roll like you're miserable in school. Like that's literally what baseball is. It's that long of a, a it's that long of a season. Um, I will say the Rays' um, future lines have dropped significantly. Um, they are down um, from 2,400 to 1,400. The last I saw probably regulated itself out around 1,600 by the time with the two losses. But um, I don't think early games are important in baseball at all. Um, the goal with baseball is just to make the postseason. That's yeah. it. It doesn't matter what your record is. That's how I feel. Um, do you have like a World Series matchup by chance that you'd like to see? I'm not letting you do this again. You know what? I'm not letting you say it again. I don't, I don't like this segment. Hey, guys. Oh, God. I think this is a good time for us to take a trip down. To Fantasyland. I hate Fantasyland. Hey, let's take a trip down. To, <laughs> let's take a trip down to Fantasyland. Marco, enter Fantasyland. Marco, what would be your ultimate World Series? I'm going to do a trip down to Fantasyland as well. Guys, remember, this is just like if you could have, you know, two teams collide in, in your fantasy, let it happen. Who would you choose? I have mine literally. I have mine off rip, honestly. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Give it to me. Angels. Angels out of the AL. Versus. Versus. Cubs. Cubs out of the NL. Wow. And see, he says he doesn't like Fantasyland. Yet, look at how happy he is about I, I would love. He just put the Angels and Cubs together. He had the biggest smile on his face in the last three weeks. I would just love to see the energy here in, uh, in Chicago. And I don't think the Sox. I'm going to tell you something. The Sox pitchers, they couldn't pitch to nobody, okay? <laughs> look at me. You would take them out and T-ball. They would have to sit there and watch the guy hit it off of a T, these guys. That team's can't. six and ten. I listen to 16 guys from the South side they had a they accumulated about 14 teeth all 16 of them they're all telling me oh we got the white Sox this year Marone. i said the white Sox are six and ten There's you a, might want to take a ride to the north side we're nine and six with a brand new ball club there there is a team i do want to talk about and i think it's the most impressive mlb team to start it's the arizona diamondbacks they're 10 and 7 they're playing hard they're 7 and 3 in their last 10 Nobody thought they would be good. Uncle Marco and six-figure Sean have been betting Arizona for a long time. We've been seeing the talent, and now it's they're kind of getting some wins. How does that make you feel? Do you like that? Uh, <laughs> Do you like that fantasy land? You know, actually, I'd like to tackle him right now. I'd like to tackle him and call Sean and tell him to go fuck himself. What's your fantasy uh, land? The fact that I haven't been in the chat in the last couple months, I've been getting absolutely pounded by the team had I known you guys were betting the D-backs, we I would have rode them like a hundred more times than I did. I've been betting against this team. Every day I look at their roster, I say, because you don't know who Corbin Carroll is. First of all, that may be one of the only guys I know. You don't know who these dogs are. These are dogs, buddy. All right, take it easy. Take it easy. Man, they got dogs. Listen, you want to hear my fantasy land team? I want to hear it. All right, so let me take you back to fantasy land. Okay. My fantasy land World Series championship would be. Okay. You ready? Ready. New York Yankees. Got it. New York Mets. Oh, God. Because I would love nothing more than to see two New York boroughs 
collide and absolutely ass- verbally assault each other at the ballpark like Funny. you've never seen they it would before. need to activate the national guard in new york how about when i wore my mets hat to yankee stadium you're in the wrong yeah. borough because this guy was with his wife and his kid it didn't matter he stopped he looked at me he said true story hey pal what time are the mets playing tonight he couldn't help it. They just got knocked out of the playoffs. He felt the need to ask me what time they were playing. Let me tell you something. In New York, in New York, when you're a Mets fan or you're a Yankees fan and you see the opposite guy, you choose violence every time. It's just it must be taught in school because these guys, it just it's so natural. Like Cubs and Sox fans, we talk shit, but nobody really gets at it. In New York, these guys get at it. That's why could you imagine a World Series? I would have to live there for the whole time. <laughs> I'd have to go rent a place at the Four Seasons and live in New York the whole time. Literally, literally, I'd have to do that. It'd be impossible. I'd have no it. choice. You could miss one of those games. That would be must see television. I'd be taking the blade, flying around, landing right by the stadium. Now I like need that. you to admit something. Talk to me. Did, did you like Fantasyland tonight? It was better than the other night. Well, we're making progress. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time in the show where I tell you to please bet responsibly. There's 160 million games in baseball to bet on. You don't need to bet the 11 a.m. game. Don't worry, there's a 7 p.m. game. And if you don't want to bet the 7 p.m. game, don't worry, there's a 10-15 Reds game on the next day. So make sure you bet smart, (laughs) bet with money you can afford to lose, and stay healthy, my friends. be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.